0: John Cusack It's Pod Cusack, Cusack, baby It's hard, John Cusack, Cusack. It's, hard, Cusack.
1: it's hard, Cusack, baby Welcome all to Pod Cusack The only podcast for and about great American actor John Cusack Now, guys, right off the bat You're probably thinking, why would anyone make a podcast about John Cusack, Hollywood's most medium actor? Well, the answer is that there were too many Nicolas Cage podcasts. So here we are. John Cusack, Gen X icon, snarky boyish hero. Is there any reason he should be celebrated now? Now of all times? Does he epitomize a certain mediocre white man? Well... Find out all this and more as we, for the next 10 years, deep dive into every facet of John Cusack one by one, film by film. We're going to go watch them all, talk about them all, and uh, I'm really excited for you to come on this journey with me, someone who is sort of into John Cusack. Uh, With me on this inaugural Pod Cusack I have two of my favorite people in the world. First off, Colby Smith. Hey, nice to be here. Thank you so much. Comedian, Mm -hmm. musician, actor. Yes. John Cusack, fanatic.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's fair to say, sure. I mean, not really, but like as as much as anyone can be, I guess. As much as anyone could
1: be, which is medium. (laughs) Medium, yeah. Also with me is comedian, actress, artist, mother of cats, Mary Kate Doherty. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me.
2: I'm really excited to talk about Joan Cusack today.
1: Sorry, it is John Cusack we are right. talking about.
2: I'll see myself out.
1: All right, guys. So off the bat... Colby first. Mm. What is your relationship to John Cusack personally? Are you a fan?
0: I do. I like him. I think um, I have seen him in movies where I think, how good is he really going to be in, in something like this? And <laughs> then he, he usually surprises me. He's usually like fun to watch. He's usually engaging. I think he has a good voice. I think he has a good like yes. shout mm. uh, when he like gets to like yell in movies. I think that's good.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's
0: my insight into him as an actor is that I like when he yells. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think he's got a good voice. I think he's got a good presence. I think he can kind of like move through a lot of different genres. And I mean, not to get too much into the movie we're talking about today, but I think he picks his projects well and that he knows usually what he can do and what he can't do. And Mm -hmm, like he's not mm -hmm. afraid to do uh, a trashy junkie. Movie like Identity, um, which is what we're here to talk about today. Yes, Wouldn't I you should say? have
1: said that. I would say that, and I should have said it off the bat. We are talking about the 2003 James Mangold film Identity, starring Ray Liotta. Yeah, and also John <laughs> Amanda <Cusack>. Peet. <laughs> Amanda Peet. Yeah. yeah. What's your relationship, Mary, to John Cusack?
2: Um, I, I mean, I can't say it better than Colby and also Colby, when you were saying the thing about him yelling, yeah. I heard him do it in my head and I think his particular yell is to say, Hey, yeah, but loud. <laughs> and that's it.
0: Uh-huh.
2: It's a very, Hey, not anything else, not a scream. And I think that that's great. Um, I think it's also good that he's pretty self-aware. I think so. Like what you were saying, he'll choose different genres. He can go crappy. He can go good. But I think when he's in crappy, He's playing it aware that it's crappy, which helps me watch it.
1: Does that make sense? That does make sense. So you think he's sort of winking at the camera a little bit? I do. I think he's winking. Okay. (laughs) Well, you know, we've sort of skirted around it. Let's get into this movie. The film is Identity. The plot summary of Identity is as follows. Stranded at a desolate Nevada motel during a nasty rainstorm, Ten strangers become acquainted with each other when they realize that they're being killed off one by one. (laughs) So that doesn't really capture all that this movie's about because I wouldn't say that the main thrust of the film is them getting to know each other as they are killed off. Would you agree? I would definitely agree. I would agree as well. I do not think
2: they're getting to know each other.
1: We're going to spoil this movie. So if you have any interest in seeing the film Identity from 2003, stop. If you don't want it spoiled,
0: we've already got your download. You can, st- <laughs> <laughs> you can stop now. If you're
1: listening to this, you're already part of the Patreon. <laughs> Trapped you. There was a storm. It
2: was an accident. We had an accident.
0: And we couldn't get out because of the storm.
2: When the roads were all flooded, I could use a room. In everyone's life, there are moments of extraordinary
0: coincidence. When strangers share a connection, and accidents seem to have a purpose. What happened at the motel? People started dying. And then their bodies, they disappeared. Nobody in there! That's not possible! We all saw what happened! This doesn't make any sense. Maybe there's some connection between all of us.
1: Like what? It's my birthday
0: next week. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Identity.
1: Ten strangers. Yeah. They show up at this motel. Right. Who do we got?
0: You've got a really fun cast. Yeah. With this.
1: Let's just do a brief overview of, mm-hmm. of the plot.
0: Now, identity. Let's talk about identity. Right. This is a scary movie. This is your first horror film. Yeah. I don't know if it's a. It's horror. not really. I don't want to characterize yeah, yeah. it just as horror. It's but... kind of a psychological thriller. I guess in the tradition of. Uh... Agatha Christie or one of those old Hitchcock movies where a lot of folks uh, get stranded together and and then bad things start to happen, sometimes like talk shows. Okay. So there's a big storm. Yeah. Rain
1: and
2: right? So much rain.
0: Flood roads are being flooded. You're in Nevada. You're somewhere kind of near Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Las Vegas is kind of referenced a couple times in the movie. There's
2: also a Carson City reference. There's a Carson City yeah. reference,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. We're just kind of in nowheresville, Nevada. Yeah. Roads are flooded. People can't really get out. This this uh this motel is the only place for shelter nearby, mm-hmm. um, which people need because a couple of big things happen right away in the movie which is that john cusack uh runs over dr cox's wife with his car (laughs) john john cusack's intro
1: into the movie is hitting is just rocking this woman with his car
0: absolutely annihilating a suburban mom with a mute child (laughs) who is married to dr cox from scrubs
1: honey don't get defensive well
0: if the point is to put him timothy
1: into the right school Not a the spineless first person man who will get hit with a car. Absolutely right, not. Right, right. Um, and she is severely injured. John Cusack is driving.
2: Rebecca De Mornay.
1: Rebecca De Mornay. Yeah. From the movie. The hand that rocks the cradle.
2: I was going to say she sleeps with you. <laughs> <laughs> that was just my <laughs> guess.
1: <laughs> that could
2: be any of her movies. <laughs> She's a well-known slut. So she's in the car and she was like ready to get out of there.
1: Yeah, she was just like, leave these people. Leave these poor
2: She's an actress. Pedestrians. Right. She's she an, actress. an actress.
0: Yep. Famously, vapid, uh, yep. Yeah. Famously fapid. uh Virtuous people.
1: Mm-hmm. Unless you're John Cusack.
0: Right. Interesting, upright, medium. Moral good man. <laughs> A
1: medium man. Medium man. Medium man. man. <laughs> so Cusack is her is this actress's driver.
0: Mm-hmm. Used to be a cop.
1: Used to be a cop, we find out later. Right. He is, you You can tell he's a good person because this actress wants to leave Dr. Cox and his wife and his...
0: Their his, mute child. His, his, their right. mute
1: baby on the side of the road. But Cusack says nay. We'll bring them to where they need to go. Yeah.
0: Cusack gets a great line pretty much straight to camera very early on because Rebecca DuMornay, the actress, says... If you help them, you assume responsibility. And he turns around to her and goes, it is my responsibility. And leaps (laughs) out of the car into the rain. It is like a hero moment, but it also is like you did hit her with your car. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. You wrecked this woman. You messed her up. And he hit her
2: because he was looking through a purse. (laughs) Yeah. So not the best excuse. Yes. Would you guys, in this scenario, would you pull the John Cusack? Would you get out and bring her to the motel? Or would you keep going like a, Rebecca,
0: good morning. Oh, 100% I would get out. Yeah, I okay. would absolutely get out and good. I would probably be no help at all. <laughs> uh, I
2: get out and start crying. But I would get out,
0: I would start I would I would guaranteed I would throw up.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine that. You're just you're making everything worse. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm looking through my boss's purse and I look up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dr. Cox's wife just went over my windshield. <laughs> I've got to stop this car. I gotta
2: get out in the rain and throw up a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and she's like, "We don't have time." So they take off.
1: So they go. Yeah. They they take this family, injured family, to the nearest place they can find because they want to go to the hospital. The street, the road is is washed out by this giant storm. Yeah. Mm. The only place that's open, available nearby is this motel, which will be the setting. Uh, the main setting of the film.
0: Mm. It's a really good set. I will it say, is really, a. it is. It's lots of like dark corners and stuff mm. for, like turn, like corners to turn around, alleys to go down.
1: So we meet a couple more characters here at this hotel. Yeah, one of which is uh, what's his face from Winter's Bone.
2: Who? Oh, is it John Hawks? John
1: Hawks. John Hawks yes. from Deadwood, yes. yeah. See, I, I
0: know him from Deadwood and from uh, um, the, the Danny McBride show. He's found it Right, down. But yeah. he's he's yeah. an
2: incredibly, like, old character actor type of guy. Like, when I saw him, I was like, I've seen him in everything. Oh, yeah. But I have no idea who he is. He
0: is great. Which is right. amazing. He's yeah. so fun. He's, like, I mean, character actor. He's just, like, a guy who just, like, he's a great genre Actor, like he'll just lean Mm. into it, like he's he. Oh man, he's got a great face. Like he's really good. Good mustache, bulbous eyeballs. Really, yeah, bulbous eyeballs. He has kind of like a a Walton Goggins Mm kind of quality where he can just like.
2: I don't know who that is, but that's the cutest name I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) Walton Goggins. Now he pops out of your closet at night, and you're not scared. Hey, <laughs> oh, welcome! I'm Walton Goggins. Hey, hey it's me. Walton Goggins. Hey, it's me, Walter Goggins. Come out and kiss me.
1: <laughs> Come out and kiss me. It's Walter Goggins. Come, out and kiss, me, me, Come out and kiss me. It's just me, Walter, Walter, Walter Goggins. Kiss me. It's Walton Goggins. <laughs> Walton Goggins would
0: be a good addition. To this film Definitely He definitely. could
1: play The Jake Busey character He could no play The Ray Liotta play that character Jake, yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: So let's quickly name The other Okay right right The other characters So we have so John
2: you, Hawk In the hotel John Hawk's the, the
1: hotel clerk Yeah Um,
2: And then is it Amanda Peet next
1: Amanda Peet shows up Because I think Cusack tries to drive To the hospital That's when we find out That it's flooded In every direction right. They are trapped yeah. They can't get anywhere He picks up Amanda Peet On the side of the road Driving in a convertible Convertible in this Pouring rainstorm. Yeah.
0: she is, of course, a hooker with a heart of gold. Mm-hmm.
1: She well, is, of we, course, a prostitute. We don't know the metallic nature of her heart. Could be gold, mm. but there's also there's reasons not to trust her That's just true. yet in the story. That's Could true. be bronze. Could be a heart of shit. <laughs> Good, fair point. <laughs> Very fair point.
0: The hooker with a heart of shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: So they come back. We also have uh, Ray Liotta shows up. He's a corrections officer. Oh, with those
2: baby blues.
1: They can be very alluring, also very intimidating. Exactly. Mm. And that's what's great about Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta and John Cusack, the only two names above title in the credits. Yeah. John Cusack, Ray Liotta, identity. So this is still when Ray Liotta had some juice back in 2003. This
0: is pre-Wild Hogs Ray Liotta. (laughs)
1: Yeah, before he really broke out big with wild hogs. (laughs) Who else shows up? We got lesbian icon Clea Duvall. Woo! Yeah.
2: Uh, With her husband.
1: With her husband, Mm -hmm. beard. Beard, yeah. Who knows who he? Who cares? Um, yeah, he's a nothing. He's a nobody. Yeah, he sucks. Oh, but
2: did we say that Ray Liotta was with Jake Busey?
1: Oh yeah, Ray Liotta's transporting a prisoner played by Jake Busey, famously Gary Busey's son,
2: famously Man of Teeth, Man of Teeth. He's mostly teeth. <laughs> mostly teeth.
1: <laughs> his, you look at his face; it's forty percent teeth. Right. His poor mom. Oh God. She couldn't have nursed. Happy yeah. Halloween,
2: mommy. I don't know
1: what that meant. Um, That's that's (laughs) about everyone, right? What? That's about everyone? Are we missing any characters? I was wondering.
2: Well, I mean, we didn't get to the, like, Malcolm and the deposition or
1: anything, but. So, as the 10 people uh, are sort of convening at this motel, being trapped, being stranded at this motel, we cut away, and in a late night boardroom, there is a hearing uh, for a convict who's about to be executed, uh, and his psychiatrist is trying to stay the execution by argument of insanity. Uh, Alfred Molina. Alfred
0: Molina. Yeah. yeah.
1: And the the convict is not Kyle Gass, but someone who looks just like him. I the can tell you. Guy.
2: Because his name is, I've never like heard Pruitt it before, Taylor but he's so famous.
1: Yeah, he's
0: got three names. He's yeah. a three namer. Uh, Pruitt Taylor Vince. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Pruitt
1: Taylor Vince. You've seen him in a million things. He's like he's an the egg guy with, with a lazy the eye.
2: yeah the eyes that roll around. Mm-hmm. He's always a serial killer or yeah. a psycho.
0: Yeah. He was. He also uh, played a, a morbidly obese man on uh, uh, House, mm. uh, season three of House. Uh, a really good app. So they're Two trying to eight.
1: stay this execution. But we don't, and we don't know how this connects to all our friends at the motel.
0: No. It w- it, I would even say it's a <clears throat> very lame distraction from what's going on at the hotel, which is fun and enjoyable.
2: Can I just say how blown away I feel right now that the rug has been pulled out from under me? I thought this was going to be a identity rave fest uh because that's what I've been feeling. Oh, it will be. I am 100% all about
1: this. Film. I will There's s- a lot
0: to love about this movie. So
1: much. I will say I think this is the best possible version of a terrible movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is proof that if you just like give get competent people in every role, you're going to you're going to get something good.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, I would say I'm a sucker for I grew up reading Agatha Christie, loving Hitchcock, uh, Psycho, Bates Motel, all of that stuff. So this sort of film being very clearly an homage to that, uh, it got me. Yeah.
0: Lion Singer right away. There's a nice little homage to Psycho even because yeah. uh, Rebecca De Mornay is the first one to go, and the she shower curtain. Yeah, she b- grabs her shower curtain to mm-hmm. shelter from the uh, rain yeah. and goes outside and is 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 knifed by. The killer. We don't know um, who. And like it's wrapped up in her shower curtain, just like in the movie Psycho. So yeah. that's the big inciting incident.
1: You know, you've, the people are all gathered, and that's the big inciting incident. It's Rebecca de Mornay goes missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Cusack stumbles into the laundry room, hears a noise, opens the laundry machine, bing, bang, boom. You got yourself Rebecca de Mornay's severed head.
0: Yeah. And then you get a great Cusack. Line read, which is his line, is he sees the head and says, Holy fuck. Yeah. And John Cusack sees a severed head in the dryer, turning around, steps back, and goes, "Holy Holy fuck.
1: I wrote down in my notes at that moment. So Cusack's just checked the fuck out. Yes. <laughs> like he's not
0: <laughs> Holy fuck. Holy
1: fuck. I do like the head moment because it's it sort of sets itself up to be a, a little bit of a classier joint, mm-hmm. like a Hitchcocky and Agatha Christie style. And then this is like straight out of a Friday the thirteenth yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah,
0: this is a slasher movie. It's very yeah stuff, yeah.
1: Um, let's just quickly go through the rest of the plot So we can get to some s- fun segments That I have planned oh, yes. uh, So basically all these guys start dying off One by one You get just enough backstory To have you sort of care about people Then they all die in increasingly wild ways At some point The convict character Jake Busey escapes mm-hmm. He's the uh, The suspect everyone Most suspects <laughs> <laughs> Uh huh. But there's a big reveal. With the big, reveal? the big twa- twast. What is the big twast? <laughs> the big twast. The big twast. <laughs> the big twast. This if is a, a segment. Twist, it, is it bigger than a? This twist? is a segment I call the big twast. <laughs> big twast. I mean, I don't really know at this point what the big twist is. What do you mean? They're all personalities in this split personality. Oh, wait. You're,
2: you want to give it away right now? Yeah,
1: I want to jump to it. Oh, you're jumping.
2: Well, they okay. all start dying. They start
1: dying one by one. We don't even I didn't explain. Know the, I to didn't know the jump. rules were, were just to jump to the end. We don't need to explain how each one dies. People die one by one. I eight. do Jake before- Jake Boosie gets a bat
0: stuck down his throat.
1: Oh, yeah. I have a good fact about that.
0: Oh, I'd it. was a it.
2: Subway sandwich. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you think with those chompers,
1: he could just he could turn that bat to solid. he that bat. Yeah, <laughs>
2: Wait, yeah, what does a B really it's the same thing? Um, yeah, the big twist is that they are all personalities from the psyche of Malcolm, the murderer who's on trial.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so Alfred Molina is trying to save the life of this multiple personality disorder man. And all of these people at the motel are his personalities. But he's got one personality that is a crazed, violent killer.
2: Right. And of course, we would assume, everyone would assume that Jake Busey is the right crazed killer.
1: But then we get a couple more twists after this twist, because it turns out that Ray Liotta is also a, an escaped convict right, and not a corrections officer. So then maybe he's the killer. Mm-hmm. And then also, John Hawks has some skeletons in his closet, literally mm-hmm. frozen. The bodies, manager, <laughs> the manager. So maybe he's the killer. So there's all these. They all. There's a reason to think that all these people may be the killer.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, Except for Clay Duval, big? who
1: can't stop crying. She dies at some point. She gets blown up in the car with the little kid. Yeah. Yeah, that's
2: at the end, though. Yeah. So she made it through that whole thing. Okay.
1: So most people make it. Yeah. Except for so who what am I missing from the from the main plot? Anything big I'm missing till we get to the very end? I don't think so. Yeah, they all sort of die off one by one. We get a little bit of character reveal stuff. Yeah, there's
0: some fun character moments.
1: Basically, the only survivor we think is Amanda Pete, who gets to go live on an orange farm somewhere. Yeah, in the head Florida. of yeah in Florida, yeah, where it, she is from, I believe. Yeah, so mm-hmm.
0: she's leaving Las Vegas to go back to Florida, drive back to Florida, and get stuck. Yeah. Uh. At this motel with a bunch of potential murderers.
1: Yeah, who all have the same birthday. And that's like one of the, the big clues yes. for mm-hmm. them being personalities in this man's head. The plot of this movie is very similar to the plot of the screenplay that Charlie Kaufman's brother in the film adaptation is writing. Here's the twist. We find out that, that the killer really suffers from multiple personality disorder. Right? See, he's he's actually really the cop and the girl. All of them are him. Isn't that fucked up?
0: Yes, which came out (laughs) a year before this
1: movie. I feel like the person who wrote this movie saw adaptation Uh, and was just like, actually, I don't know, that is a good idea. (laughs) That little pretend movie (laughs)
0: sounded good. Yeah. I don't know. Why are we all shitting on this idea?
2: (laughs) Mom called it psychologically taught. I
1: love that. But the joke's on us because it did get made. Yeah, The big final twist, though, is that the little kid, this little mute kid, Dr. Cox's mute son, who uh, hasn't said a word and has barely been seen the entire movie, except for in like some strategic places that might uh, insinuate that he's the killer. He actually is the killer. He kills Amanda Pete at the end and then kills, in real life, Alfred Molina yeah. and a couple other people. And, and that's where escapes. the movie
0: ends. The killer's still out there.
1: Yeah. I mean... Perfectly set up for Identity 2. Oh, man, where is it? Should we, we make it? We will get it
0: in another 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> when Cusack is really broke. Yeah.
1: Let's go. Let's talk about, I read somewhere in an article that John Cusack said, I haven't been able to track down the quote, but I know it exists. And at, at some point over the run of this 10-year odyssey, I will find this quote. John Cusack said he's he's only got about seven movies that he's proud of that he's made do we think that identity is one of those seven films
0: huh this is a great game to play um do i think it's one my gut is saying no because he doesn't get a ton to do in this movie he like there, there's no like big. I guess there's like his. I mean, spoiler. His his death scene is like kind of nice and like, but I don't know. I don't really. If I don't feel like he really goes for it in the way that he does in other mm-hmm. movies, um, to success or failure, you know, whatever we want to, you know, level at those. But uh, you know, he he. They they want they set him up as being pretty mysterious, so he doesn't really get to do enough. I would say to have it be one of the ones that he's proud of in my opinion
2: I would imagine that he had a terrible time filming this um, because of all the wet so, I would think that he probably looks back on this poorly no matter what.
0: That is, it's, his I life. thought about that while watching the movie. Oh, it was exhaustingly like, well. Like, the storm does not stop the entire movie. And they're just out there. <laughs> and, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Nobody scene, cares
2: about a jacket
0: or, like, that'd be a
2: priority. For
0: nobody me. cares about a jacket. Every scene, somebody goes outside and everyone else is like, Where are you going? And they're like, I'm going
2: I'm running around.
0: Yeah, they're like kids or dogs or something. They're wet again. They're freezing.
2: Do you know what I said last night when we were watching it? I was like, reminds me of a Red Lobster commercial. <laughs> Everything's wet. <laughs> Too wet. Don't make your actors do that. Also, how did
1: someone not die? Well, according to the IMDb trivia page, well, someone people did died. Die. <laughs> uh, this was the final film of one of the actors, Yes. Uh, but that's not the trivia quote I was referring to. Uh, <laughs> apparently, a, a lot of people got came down with a common cold while making oh, this movie. Yes. So, yeah, yes. uh, so I got that, a cold from watching. That's it. on the trivia page. Well, we'll get to the trivia page. So I agree with you both, I think. I think we can safely say this is not going to take up one of those slots. As we do this podcast, we're going to start filling in those seven slots. And, you know, we have arguments so we can bump stuff out and put stuff in. But we're going to leave all seven empty. We're going to say Identity is not one of those, uh, one of the movies he's the most proud of. You know, he did have that quote, we all do art and then we pay the bills. So I think wow. this was Love that. A, a
0: bill paid. This was paying the bills.
1: Let's check in with the what I call the Cusack number. How many Cusacks are in this film? Now, there's several Cusack siblings, uh, actors. You got Joan famously. You got Anne. You got Dick, the father. How many Cusacks are in this film? The Cusack number of identity is one. Only John. <laughs> only one Cusack. But if Joan were in this movie, what character do you think we'd like to see her play? I'd love to see her as the prostitute. You mean and have like sexual tension with oh, her brother? Amazing.
2: Also, just to see Joan doing anything where she's like overtly sexual, she cannot be like subtle about it. So it I'd love Adam's to just family have her values. Be like, yeah. <laughs> Tits out. I would just love to see her go like like wild.
0: Yeah, and then you have John Hawks yelling at Joan Cusack, being like, yeah, you I don't like whores at this hotel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and she's like so much taller than him. See, oh, I like John Hawks. <laughs> I'd like
1: her to play the John Hawks character. Okay. I think if you mm-hmm. you gender swap that and you have her be like a real creepy, weird, you know, the dynamics would shift it of her hating on Amanda Pete and like slut shaming her the yeah, whole time. Yeah, true. But uh, I think that would be the role for Jake Busey's character.
0: Oh, man. She's like this con, this ex-con who everyone thinks is murdering yeah. everyone. <laughs> Until she gets murdered.
2: That's pretty good because that kind of like, you know, the role that she played in Gross Point Blank. Um, She's pretty good at being like secretly psycho.
1: Yeah. I, uh, well, I think that's sort of the power of Joan is she could... Play most of the characters in this movie. Yeah, how she about yeah. more range than... she could be Malcolm or Alfred Molina?
2: Yeah, all right. Let's oh, just yeah. redo this movie the the remake. <laughs> with all Joan,
0: John, yeah, and the twelve nine Jones.
2: Jones. <laughs> or what about tra- twelve angry men
1: and it's just Joan in a room, twelve angry Jones. <laughs> I uh, will personally fund that movie if we can get the cloning technology.
0: Yeah. All um, the Patreon money for this will <laughs> yeah, go towards Yeah, the toward clones funding. have to be real. Sign <laughs> up for our
1: Patreon so we can get these Joan Cusack clones out there. <laughs> um, let's go to the segment I call Who was he dating and how did it influence his performance? Mm. John like Cusack is a, is a lifelong bachelor. Notorious serial dater. He's dated oh. so many different people in Hollywood. Now, this film came out in 2000, in, uh, in April of 2003, so presumably it was being filmed in 2002. In 2002, John Cusack was dating a newly divorced Meg Ryan. Oh wow. Yes. Oh Power couple. Oh, my God. So, in what way do you think Meg Ryan judged his performance? What did she give him? What did he take <laughs> away from boning down with? Meg Ryan. Well, can
2: I ask you an interesting question? What was Meg Ryan doing at this time?
1: She had just gotten off James Mangold's previous film. James Mangold, the director of this movie, uh, previously did Kate and Leopold, Mm. the time-traveling rom-com where Meg Ryan bangs Hugh Jackman, who I think is playing her ancestor in some way. It's very incestuous and weird. Nice.
2: That film sounds terrible.
1: But that's uh, that's James Mangold. So she was coming off the classic hit, Kate and Leopold. He's doing... Uh, actually, in 2003, she was in Against the Ropes, the sexy boxing thriller. Well, she okay. sounds so confusing. Yeah, this is the, the beginning of the end for Meg Ryan. Mm. <laughs> Do you think dating John Cusack broke her?
2: <laughs> oh, no, other way around. I think he... What if we got a, a more sort of like detached, tepid... John Cusack in this movie because Meg was just exhausting.
0: Oh, you yeah! Think? I think is that's that that's interesting. Maybe Meg was so insufferable uh-huh. that
2: women are the worst. Oh,
0: <laughs> when you said exhausting, <laughs> I thought you meant they were having too
1: much. Oh, sex.
2: I didn't. I meant what Colby's saying. Mm, okay, <laughs> she just seems like a little erratic right now. I mean,
0: that's true. Maybe maybe John Cusack is kind of sleeping through his his holy fuck delivery because you know he just. Right, blew a load right before the cameras. Can't
1: stop blowing mm. loads into Meg Ryan. Right, yeah. Or onto
0: we're onto that's to. dating,
2: baby. <laughs> <laughs> my load <laughs> gotta go on, my lady. Can't load <laughs> without my lady. Also, this is also the time. Correct oh, me if I'm wrong. When um, Meg Ryan starts to dabble in plastic surgery and make her hair like a crazy scarecrow, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think that
1: also would have affected him emotionally. Okay, so do you think him dating Meg Ryan makes his performance better or worse? I think we're all agreeing worse.
2: I think it was right for this movie, though. Okay.
0: Yeah, so maybe better.
1: Well, without Meg Ryan, maybe we don't get this classic film. Thank you, Meg Ryan. Thanks, Meg. Let's move on to a segment I call Tales from the Trivia Page. Now, I'm just going to read you a couple of... Facts from the IMDb trivia page, and you just react as you would. A life size dummy was created to depict the murdered character played by Gary Busey with a baseball bat lodged in his throat. Jake Busey? Jake Busey. Did I say Gary? <laughs> yeah, stop. I read Jake. Okay. A life size dummy was created to depict the murdered character played by Jake Busey with a baseball bat lodged in his throat. One of the studio execs asked to keep the dummy as a souvenir and stored it in his office closet. One night, a cleaning woman opened the closet and was frightened out of her wits. The dummy was removed from the offices immediately after that incident. My question is, who is this executive, and why do you think he wanted to have sex with a Gary Busey doll, a Jake Busey <laughs> doll?
2: So you went straight to sex with your assumption about it?
1: Well,
0: he is doing this. Yeah, he's choking on a big baseball bat, right. and so the... Thing. I mean, the answer is obvious. Whatever executive this is has got a has got a, a, a hog the size of a fucking salami chain. It's
1: a Louisville Slugger <laughs> yeah. size dong.
2: Yeah, otherwise it's not worth it.
1: It's yeah, a yeah, Liam don't have the girth, and you like, oh, I finally
0: mannequin. have a doll that works for my needs.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Is there any other reason you can conceive of why one might want a Jake Busey doll? Maybe
2: if you have kids and you want them to sit on someone's lap. <coughs> I mean,
1: <laughs> what else? These
2: kids got to <laughs> sit on
1: someone's lap.
2: They're not mine. I'm My not
1: doing it, Carol. I
2: work all day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're going to sit on Jake Busey's lap. And it says, I like, is it the real Jake Busey? No, Ow! you little shit. <laughs> I can't afford It's it. a fucking doll from my job.
2: <laughs> Your schools are very expensive. Um, what if it is um, the ex-girlfriend of J.P.C.?
1: Ooh. Okay. And she misses him.
0: Again, goes she to sex. She misses
2: him or is trying to terrify him slowly, sending him pictures of it. In different
1: places oh i like that in different places like paris 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 <laughs> yes. top yeah. of the oval
2: tower San it's Francisco. a little roaming gnome
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah that's fun hopefully god willing the executive who has that
0: <laughs> doll is listening to this podcast start doing idiots. a roving gnome with dead Busey. <laughs> dead Busey, mouth agape In front of like the leaning tower of pizza. (laughs) I was
2: just thinking that because he would look like, what?
1: (laughs) This tower is leaning so far. (laughs) Uh, He's very surprised. Uh. Another uh, piece of info from the trivia page. This actually is interesting. This leads me to believe that IMDB doesn't understand the definition of trivia. Because this just says, Ray Liotta's character was asked where he was heading with his con. His reply was Carson City. John Cusack was in the movie Con Air, where the cons took over a plane in Carson City. Mm. That's barely even a coincidence. Right. These are user That's not submitted. You know right? what that oh, should be? I that should so. be
2: for the official welcoming sign to Carson City. Just that really <laughs> that long thing. sentence.
0: <laughs>
2: Slow the car down. In I the can't movie wait Identity. <laughs> Honey, isn't that interesting? <laughs> it just
1: here. says that and Carson City's in bold and then it says like pop 1280 or whatever.
2: Yeah.
1: You got to uh, give Carson City some flair. Here's a good uh, a good fact, actually. While explaining Malcolm River's multiple personality disorder to Ed, Dr. Malik says Malcolm is in the midst of dot, dot, dot. But it's clear from reading his lips that the line has been dubbed, and he actually says, Malcolm is in the middle of dot, dot, dot. Presumably, this line was post-synced to avoid confusion with and an unexpected reference to the TV series Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I think
1: these are user-submitted trivia.
0: <laughs> I mean, I do believe that that's what happened. They so, coincide, right? It was on the air at the same time. It, it was, was like on a big, the air. It was
1: a big show. So you think that some studio, exec was just like, no, this is too confusing.
0: Malcolm is in the middle. <laughs> we don't tonight. At <laughs> I see nine. why they changed it. <laughs> we and want truly. people to
1: be spooked. We can't have people thinking of the hilarious antics
0: of Frankie Muniz <laughs> and Brian Cranston
1: pre Breaking
0: Bad. Uh, pre Breaking Bad, uh, Brian Cranston. I Boy. love
2: that. That's a really
1: cute. That's a I very have to good. Go that is a very
0: good <laughs> trivia fact. <laughs>
1: All right, let's go to the next segment I call non-Cusack. This is where we just talk about our favorite non-Cusack related thing.
0: Mm. This is tough Mm -hmm. because uh, I can't tell if it's Amanda Peet or John Hawks in Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. because I like them both a lot, and I think they're both very fun in this movie. John Hawks probably gives a better performance uh, but I just like Amanda Peet. I think she's fun. I love Amanda Peet. Yeah. She's
1: great. Dirty John.
2: Oh, yeah. Everyone watched Dirty John. That's amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. What's your f- favorite non-Cusack?
2: Well, uh, I really like this
1: entire thing. <laughs> you just lo- you're just you just a big fan of the movie. I'm a huge
2: fan of this movie. Um, You know, I love true crime. I love a conspiracy. I love a murder all oh, this is so good uh i did really love i think the set for me was like my that was kind of just like you know a, a murder wonderland and it was so fun like colby like you were saying earlier about like the nooks and crannies of it um and it was so divey and i just i love a diving motel in the first place but yeah just to see this experience and the rain made it sort of feel like dreary cozy the situation I don't know. I, I thought the set was like one of my favorite parts of this movie. So it's as really all the cool. people
1: are dying, you just I was wanted so cozy. to stay there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just felt so good, so cozy.
1: Someone make hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's how My favorite non Q is Uh, Just a little bit of editing continuity mistakes that happen at the end, right when John Cusack and uh, Ray Liotta's character are are getting into it towards the end. Mm -hmm. Ray Liotta's standing in front of John Cusack. They're not fucking. What? I was kidding. (laughs) I don't want to confuse our listeners. They do not fuck. (laughs) That would be wonderful. They should, though. Movie number two. Yeah. Well, let's get right in. Yeah. And so we can pitch it to, to, to John, Joan. To Joan. <laughs> to Joan. And all the all the clones. Joan clone. Um, no, my favorite non Cusack is uh, when they're getting in, John and Ray Liotta are getting into it. And then there's a c- cut of Ray Liotta standing in front of uh, John Cusack empty handed. Then it cuts back to him and he's just holding and chugging a bottle of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> and they never explained it. I'm sure there was a scene that they cut out. And they just like, couldn't cut around it. But uh, at magically, at some point, Ray Liotta just has tequila he that did, he's drinking. Yeah, he's ready to go. And I, uh, I really like that. Our next segment is called Release Date Astrology. This film came out uh, April 25th of 2003. The sun uh, was in Taurus. There's something very solid about Taurus natives. No matter what the rest of their charts say about them, though they are dependable most of the time, this generally shows itself more in habit than in outright helpfulness. Taurus natives are sensual folk, Mm -hmm. and this includes sex, but extends to pleasures in all areas. They delight in the sensual pleasures of food, the comfortable blanket, and a richly colored aquarium to look at. Smell of flowers or spring rain. Rain. Rain.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: That, That follows. That's a connection. That checks out.
0: That's a connection.
1: Pleasing melodies coming from their stereos and so forth. Uh, so that 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 checks out. It's a sexy. There's some sexiness in this film. Would Jake you, Busey. Jake Busey. I mean, getting cut going, up with a knife—that's penetration.
2: Okay,
1: okay. <laughs> Somebody's going to jail. <laughs> Listeners, Colby has a huge erection right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or is that a knife?
1: <laughs> yeah. Is that a penis in your pocket, or, or are you or you're, you're just me? here to stab me? <laughs>
2: I should really know the difference.
1: My next segment is called Swan Cusack. Here at Pod Cusack, we treat every John Cusack film like it's a Black Swan event. The yeah. Black Swan event is, you know, something that is unforeseeable, a one in a million shot, completely random, but forever changes the course of human history. Sort of like a Trump presidency. I think a lot of people, uh, academics yeah. say that that's sort of a Black Swan event. Yeah. Now, Hooks up
0: with me, Mila Kunis in your childhood bedroom.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Is that
0: a, your Black Swan event? No, it's from the movie Black Swan. Oh, my God. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail. No, no. but all
1: did you see the
2: twinkle in his eyes? He was like, what? Colby's had sex <laughs> with you, Mila
0: Kunis? Did you... <laughs>
2: <laughs> or did Donald Trump?
1: <laughs> That's what I thought you meant. I thought there was some <laughs> Donald Trump Mila Kunis.
2: That's a really great rumor for him. <laughs> a terrible one for That's her. Horrifying. You know,
0: Mila, Mila, she's incredible. She's an incredible lady. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she did all her own dancing in the movie.
0: Milla Cardstock Milla <laughs> We knew each other back in the Family Guy days
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah He used to hang around with the Family Guy people Colby <laughs> Why Is this movie a Black Swan event?
0: Uh, I think what this movie changed Or could have changed Is that uh, It made Amanda Peet a huge like Horror star like, she now becomes, like, a, like a Roger Corman-style, like, repertory actress and uh, just gets to do, like, horror movie after horror movie after horror movie, and it's all very fun. Is that what you mean?
1: That's Yeah, that's a good okay, example. Okay, I cool, just can't yeah. think of any horror movies yeah, that I she's been either, in. Yeah, I either,
2: but I liked
0: it. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Oh, you me- the segment means, like, why are things the way they are now because of this movie? Yeah. Okay, I
2: start again oh
0: this (laughs) is like an alternate reality yeah 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 yeah. oh i will do it i will do it again uh why is this movie a black swan event um well i think very uh uh uh, directly alfred Molina goes from this to spider-man 2 if i've got my dates correct Mm -hmm. uh and that i mean you know that paves the way this paves the way for Spider-Man 2 to exist I think for him uh, as as Doc Ock um, as far as like things in the real world I think Adnan Syed would be free and walking the streets if not for this movie <gasps> hmm <laughs>
2: The connection is clear. The connection is clear,
1: <laughs> and we don't need to explain it Not any one further. Bit. No, that's perfect. Mary, why do you think this is a black swan event?
2: Um, I would have to hope. Uh, I didn't do research on this, but I would have to hope that this was the death knoll of the low-waisted jeans. Because um, for me and Amanda Pete, watching her bend and moving them was one of the most... like teetering on the edge sort of situations i was more anxious about her jeans and where they were on her waist butt Mm -hmm. than what was going on in the movie i mean she was so wet and she kept bending over with her wet body and i was like how's this not popping out so i think this was like towards the end of the low waisted jeans. This
0: is such a better answer than the one. I <laughs> gave.
1: That's a really great answer. No, no, I do think that could crazy. be true. People yep. could have seen this movie and then been like, nope, that's. Exactly. Like that. Well, can I like say this. there's
2: one part that like I can't get out of my head when she she's wet because that's 100% guaranteed throughout the film. But she is bending like she her knees are bent. She's hovering over the ground. I think there's a body below her and her you can see from her mid vertebrae down to her tailbone, which exists—oh, should only exist in pants—but mm-hmm. you see all of it out of pants, mm-hmm. and I just stared, It was like, like oh, I—you need to go back and watch it. It's this this big naked back,
1: fellas. If you didn't want to see this movie already, <laughs> now you gotta. Yeah. Real... Man, and I are
0: listening to this going. <laughs> well, you know, it looks. More I like was kidding the about Colby's erection splice, before. So he has really a huge a one thing. now, though.
2: And did I mention it was wet?
1: (laughs) My reason for this being a black swan event is very simple, very clear. Changed the course of American history and all of world history. April 25th, 2003. Identity comes out. May 1st, 2003. George W. Bush boards the USS Abraham Lincoln in front of a sign that says Mission Accomplished and gives a famous Mission Accomplished speech. Wow. Now, if the ending of this movie, where Alfred Molina seemingly thinks he has cured Eggman Mm -hmm. and then immediately gets killed for it, if that's not connected to the Mission Accomplished speech, where we claimed victory in Iraq, followed by another 15 years of insurgents fighting and killing people... Um I, I don't know what a more perfect example of cause and effect might be. Yeah. I
2: think that's really clear to me as well. That makes sense.
0: Yeah.
1: Identity caused in some sm- small part the Iraq insurgency mm-hmm. and created ISIS mm-hmm. is what I am saying. Okay. <laughs>
2: and does that mean you liked the movie or <laughs> disliked?
1: I definitely recommend
2: it. Wonderful.
0: Me too. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> cares about what you think.
1: All right. I just got a couple quick segments before we go. Uh, there's a segment called Q-Snack. Mm. John Yummy. Cusack.
0: He's, he's a snack? 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Looks really good in this. Would do. Would do. Yeah, for sure.
1: All right. Here's a segment called things I like, things I hate, things I think are weird. Colby, give me something you like about this movie. That you
0: uh, haven't already talked about. Really love the ensemble cast, and uh, I love the conceit of like uh, a bunch of people who don't know each other all coming together in one place and kind of have to deal with each other. Uh, I think that's like a really fun, uh, you know, like fertile ground for a movie, especially like a little thriller.
1: Mary, what's one thing you I like agree. about this movie?
2: Um i like the most my favorite line from the movie may i I read it please Mm -hmm. she was a jumper a young mexican pregnant with aids strung out one of the doomed i think nothing could be more of a let's escalate a stereotype let's add an unnecessary word than this <gasps> jumble of unnecessary words. It <gasps> reminded me of the insane ramblings of like right wingers who was just like, it was a caravan of Mexicans with hornets and AIDS. Like, it was just like, he had to, s- it was the mind of a child wrote that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Can mm-hmm. I say that the way you delivered it just now, you said pregnant with AIDS. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, her baby oh, like is there AIDS. Was so much AIDS. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh well, I think that's more poetry,
1: really. <laughs> you you did read it like Orson Welles. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> well, I heard it like he said it that way. He was like, you know, it was that scene where he's explaining to Amanda Peet why he had to get out of being a cop because it got too hard. Yes. Mm-hmm, um. Mm-hmm. So he made it the most dramatic, monotone, slow-paced thing he could do. Yeah. She hung on every word. I just think that's the best dialogue I've ever heard. Okay,
1: Chloe, what's one thing you hate from this movie?
0: I I do not like the reveal at all. The reveal, I was like really into the movie and then uh, the reveal that everybody was a personality. I was like, no.
1: (laughs) Did you say that out loud?
2: Alone?
0: No, but I thought it. No. no it is very stupid <laughs> well it just kind of like I don't know it just takes all the, the wind out of the sails for me uh, I'm sure it like works for something I don't think it's like bad on the face of it but just I when I was watching the movie I like felt a like uh, like a like a wind coming out of the sails thing mm. uh, with the with the reveal
2: that just put wind
0: in my sails
2: <laughs> and then I was speeding down that lake um can I say what yeah, I hate? Say what you hate. Uh it's easy. It's uh how everyone has the name of a state, and then they gave the two characters, uh Cleo Duvall and whoever that other person is, Ginny and Lou Space Easy Anna. And that's the dumbest thing Wait, I've ever what? heard. What? Ginny and Lou Space Izzy
1: Anna. Izzy Lou, uh. Easy Anna. Easy Anna. Easy Anna. Louisiana. Louisiana Louisiana, and Giniana Ginny Louisiana and her
2: name would be Ginny isiana Ginny
1: isiana
0: <laughs> well it's, it'd, be, it'd be Virginia right Virginia isiana Virginia isiana oh
2: yeah full name yeah Virginia isiana <laughs> okay <laughs> she sounds like a balloon that just lost all its air <laughs> no I hate it I hate that so much I think that's ridiculous they could have definitely come up with something better
1: I agree Colby what's one thing you think is weird
0: I did think that John Hawk's hatred of prostitutes oh, was weird. I wrote that down as well. Yeah, never explained. Right. Yeah, never explained, and also just like, like this is a lonely man who runs a motel. This guy has got to see prostitutes every hour. Like, right. Uh, You're I right here, Las Vegas. Right. I, it didn't make sense to me as like a character thing. It, or
2: isn't it true that Nevada, the whole state, yeah,
1: the state of Nevada,
2: yeah, yeah, is um is a sex work, sex work positive state.
1: Yeah, I th- I'm sure the writer just threw that in there because they were they were like, we need to have some character tension. Yeah, like right. we need to have some fights, some reasons why people might not want to be in the same room, like. Some reason someone's going to storm off and go off by themselves, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, sure, this guy hates horse. Yeah. Easy. Yeah.
2: Crazy. And what if he didn't say horse? What if he was like, he uh, hates horses and yeah. they all heard him wrong. And that would have been a much more pleasant time for everyone. That would have been a
1: good twist. And then the
2: horse who was trying to get the room was like, ah, but then that didn't matter because he wasn't one of the ten. Well, he's a horse. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He has no feelings. This podcast hates horses.
1: No, this is a pro horse Podcasts, don't mm-hmm. don't believe any different. Horses, we need you get on the Patreon. We gotta get these clones made. Um What's one thing you think is weird? Or wait, Can, are we on hate or weird? weird? Weird.
2: Can I say three things? Sure. Um all the rain in the desert? Mm. I'm sorry. It's dry.
0: Weird. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. weird. That is weird. Strange. Um must be looked into.
2: I was really, really bothered. It's we like already touched on it. it comes from the it. mind
1: of a crazy person. <laughs> oh,
2: that's so true. I guess maybe that's like the movie's kind of
0: shtick. It's like, yeah. is this
2: bad or is this made by the mind of a crazy yes,
0: person? It, it doesn't make sense. It's like, well, it's a sick mind that's coming up with this stuff.
2: <laughs> that's so <laughs> smart. Make every movie like this so no one can be mad at you. Um The other thing was, what we mentioned earlier, I really didn't understand how everyone was unbothered by being so wet, never looking for a raincoat. (laughs) Um, And then the other thing was when Ray Liotta stabs the driver in the car, the knife would have barely any room to come through Mm. the seat. So the guy would have just gotten like a bee sting in his back. Yeah, and then he dies immediately. And then he died immediately. Uh So Uh that I hated.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of... Stupid things.
2: But you know a kid thought that up and kids don't know how
1: big seats are or knives or why people <laughs> die. <laughs> is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about before we get to our final category? No, I mean... Oh, also, it's a, uh, it was... In, we didn't t- t- touch that it was an Indian burial ground. I re- oh, yeah, my God. I know.
2: But that is, again, the child thought of this sort of thing. It's like, I can't tell
0: how I feel. And then it just has nothing to do with anything either. Yeah, they just they throw it in there. Oh, also, Indian burial ground. <laughs> yes. She like goes through a gate at one point that says like tribal grounds or yeah. something like that, and it's just like, oh, no. <laughs>
1: Come on. I mean, there's a lot of... They throw a lot at the wall and just see what sticks, but yeah. I think that is part of the, part of the charm of the movie. And like I said earlier, I think it's the best possible version of a really bad movie.
0: I agree with that, yeah.
1: So I
2: think it's one of the finest movies ever made.
1: My next question was going to be: Would you recommend it to people? And uh, I think are we all on the same page? Is he sure worth a watch? Definitely. Fuck yeah!
0: It's fun. It's really fun. There's a great cast, some great performances. I also think the direction is like really competent. I think like they use Mm -hmm. the set really well. There are some uh, some fun like tense moments and. Uh, I don't know. It's like if if you like mystery, if you like thrillers, if you like horror, there's like something in all those genres at play here. And uh, at the lead, at the helm, the steady hand on the wheel is our boy John Cusack.
1: John, baby doll Cusack. I
0: couldn't have said
2: no one could say that better than how you just did it. That was just a beautiful (laughs) summation of this. And John Cusack should be blushing. if he. Oh, what a compliment. Someday...
0: He will be. Someday,
1: Someday I'll make that man blush. Well, you know, when we finally get him on this podcast, I'll cut up a little montage of all the praise over the years and uh, and I'll play it for him. And I'm sure a tear will come to his eye. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: all right. Before we go, where can people find you on the Internet, Colby? Oh,
0: my God. They can uh, follow me on Twitter at Colby J. Smith. And um, they can check out Young Persons Radio, the show I host for Radio Free Brooklyn at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash YPR.
1: Hell yeah. Mary, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me
2: on Instagram at mk.doherty.art and uh, commission a piece for me.
0: Oh my God. I just realized this whole time I've been following mk.doherty.fart. Oh, oh man, that's no. my gas
2: page. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you can commission a fart from me.
1: <laughs> That's her finsta.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: anyway. That's my gas. <laughs> That's my gas. She never gets farty on Maine.
2: <laughs> oh, and Instagram keeps asking me to make a business page. I'm like, no.
1: All right. Farts are for friends. This is, we're getting to, to the end of the very first episode of Pod Cusack. You know, moving on, we may subtract segments. We may add segments. Tweet at us at Strickbomb. That's my personal Twitter. If, uh, if you have ideas for segments you want to hear, ideas for movies you want us to do, this is going to be like the career of the great John Cusack ever evolving, ever growing, ever improving. Uh, John, we love you.
0: Should we say a prayer? I think we should end with a prayer. Yeah.
1: Let's end with a prayer. People out in the world, let's all join hands uh, mentally, emotionally. Exactly. Physically, we cannot. So
2: you don't know what prayers are,
1: huh? Oh, I didn't have one (laughs) prepped.
2: Okay, but I like that character. Oh, my God. It is my dad's birthday, and and I have 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 to call him. him. (laughs) (laughs) That's the prayer.
1: (laughs) John, we love you. We miss you. Stay safe stay safe you It's Cusack, baby It's Cusack, baby